Hello and welcome to episode one of the Delivered Social Podcast. Uh, I'm Rob, I'm going to be editing the hell out of this podcast and with me here is our commander-in-chief, the chairman of the board, Jonathan Bird. Hi everyone, there shouldn't really be a round of applause but we'll go with it. <laughs> we'll put some sound effects in. We'll yeah, make, make us sound good. <laughs> so we're basically launching a podcast, we're thinking... Weekly, we're thinking weekly. We're thinking weekly. We're thinking um, daily episodes. We're thinking de- <laughs> week. We could go on talking about ne- no weekly. <laughs> weekly is the way this is going. And well, for this week at least, we're going to be tackling a big talking point from the world of social media. Yeah, and we've decided we're going to look at Twitter. Um, and we started this with why everyone thinks Twitter's dead or a dying network. Um, and it's just literally come through that Twitter's adding some changes to their terms and conditions regarding tweets, which we'll come on to a little later, but we thought we'd kind of look at why everyone thinks Twitter's dead um, mm. as a network. Um, yeah, first thing to probably do is, let's get a bit technical, say, what is a dead network? Yeah, I mean, that's a tough one, isn't it? Twitter's obviously got millions and millions and millions of users, you know, logging in all the time, sending tweets. Um but I guess for me, a dead network is a network where interactions dying and going downhill. And I mean, to Twitter's defence, I'm I'm probably one of its greatest fans. I love Twitter, um, and I fell out of love with it probably coming up to a year ago now, um, because actually all I'm really doing is is talking to myself now. Um, my engagement's down massively. Um, you know, there's there's very few people that actually engage with me anymore on Twitter. A lot of people that did engage me on Twitter have moved on to other networks. So I think for me, it's it's about engagement. What do you think dead network is, Rob? Um, I think you're right. I think it is about engagement. And I see what you mean about Twitter. You're kind of, it feels like your circle's kind of shrinking sometimes. And like, you end up talking to the same people over and over again. You might as well just have a, a chat with them on WhatsApp. But I would say other networks are out there that are less active. I mean, I don't know if you've been on Google Plus recently, but it's, it, is, it is literally, a, you're just poking out a little tumbleweed into the world and then watching it. Yeah, Google Plus never really took off, but then Google Plus never really had the engagement in the first place, whereas Twitter did and then lost it. So, mm. you know, what constitutes a dead network or a dying network might be two very different things. You know, I, I quite like how Google Plus does work, but, I, you know, it, it's much bigger in the US than it is in the UK, for example. So I guess from our point of view over here, we certainly see it as a, a network where... You know, not a lot happens, but it's still relevant to us because it's Google-led. Um, whereas Twitter used to be an absolute driving force and, and now really does seem to have fallen by the wayside a little bit. So let's take it out. Maybe not dead, but it is kind of dying. Is it on its last legs? Is it something that we can save? First of all, let's think about reasons. Why do we think it's not got the engagement, got the same level of awesomeness that it once had? I think it is about people logging into the network. Um, you know, most people, I, I would say two years ago, who were using Twitter all the time, it was the network they logged into first thing in the morning when they checked their emails on the phone. Um, and now I'm, I'm pretty sure all of them, if we ask them, would say it's Instagram. So I think for starters, it's not everyone's primary destination to go to. Um, it's become the, the poorer child. So I think, you know, people's interest has just dropped in the network a little bit. And thus, so is interaction from that alone. Mm. 
Um, why do you think it is that people might have been lured over to Instagram a bit? Do you think Twitter was doing something wrong? Was there too much sponsored content? Was there too much just mindless plugging of the same old stuff? Well, I, I certainly think, and you know, based on Twitter's announcement as well recently, um, I certainly think there's a lot of mindless plugging of the same old thing. Um, but actually, I think it's it's a it's a network where bots have become rife. Um, they're all over the place. They're literally everywhere. Um, if you look at tools that you can use with Twitter, ask any marketer, name 10 tools you can use with Twitter and they'll be able to do it. There's the likes of Hootsuite, uh, Social Sprout. There's loads out there. If you ask them to do the same for something like Facebook or Instagram, actually most marketers would pause for a few seconds and have to think. Twitter was probably the first militarised apt uh, <laughs> social media network out there. It's a war zone. It, it really was because it was just literally free for all for a while and I think Twitter had a really good time with that and then actually realised you know we, we've got to hold back we, we can't just let everyone take over the network and I think a lot of people would agree that it, it's gone a little bit too far with the bots um, and, and yeah so I think that's a major reason why people have kind of moved it to its second or third favourite networks. Mm. I know there's been a bit of backlash in general not necessarily just Twitter. Actually, I think Facebook and Instagram both do it as well, which is the um, algorithm thing of it's deciding what it wants to show you rather than just showing you everything. Yeah, but I agree with you on that. But then, you know, as a company owner, let's just say that when we have clients come in, we always show them what we want them to see and not what we want them not to see. <laughs> so I think it's fair to say that the networks, I, I get those algorithms. I understand they're trying to show people what they think they need to be shown, etc., etc. Um, but, you know, I, I kind of get that that's just part of what it's going to be. You know, we can't have everything our own way. I mean, if I want to find Rob's tweets, for example, they normally come up quite high in my search records because he's relatively funny on Twitter. Don't want him to get a big head. Um, but um, on the whole, you know, Twitter will show me what they think I've engaged with. I, I think it's fair to remember as well for a second that Twitter actually does want to get the engagement back. You know, they know they've got a problem. Um, and I think they're working really, really hard to build the network back up to where it was. Trying to change everyone's mind that they've done that right could be quite hard work. Mm. So let's talk about this announcement, which we've literally stopped and restarted the podcast because we got an email about it. What is it that they're doing then? So Twitter have decided, um, and, and this could be a really good or a bad thing, I guess, depending on how you look on it, that you can't repost or re you can't tweet the same tweet multiple times. So a lot of the blog posts that people have written in the past about 13 reasons to increase your blogs uh, or find more readers for your blogs and, and number one, use the tweet multiple times throughout that week um, is obviously now old hat. Now, that's good in some ways because it means all content should be new content. Um, but I think that a lot of people who we talked about the, the kind of militarized uh, um, automation of, of Twitter, if you like, a lot of people will be looking at it going, how am I going to automate or how am I going to automate and make all 1,300 tweets that I've got saved, different. So I think it does cause a couple of complications, and there'll be two types of marketers that, that face this. There'll be the marketers that sit there and go, oh, wow, great, another network digging me in, da-da-da-da-da. Or there'll be the other marketers that sit there and go, this is a really good opportunity to review our content and get it right. I think it's a positive move for Twitter, um, but I do see the complications from the business world of getting it sorted. Mm. And it's only one... Thing. It just listed off a load of things that Twitter have been doing that um, have been maybe pushing users away. And this will solve one of them. I mean, it is annoying if you just see the same thing loads of times. But surely that's what their algorithm is for, to make sure that you're seeing a fresh stream of stuff. 
So what's the harm in tweeting stuff more than one time? Then? And there's also a place, isn't there, for actual content to be duplicated. So, for example, anniversaries. You know, they do happen every single year, for example. You know, congratulations, it's our company birthday. It does happen every year. What's going to happen if a member of staff sends the same identical tweet out that we sent out last year? Um, you know, does that mean we're going to get penalised straight away? What does that mean for the network? Mm. Um, you know, that could that could be quite interesting. But there is a place for duplicate content. There is a place for content being marketed correctly and, you know, repeatedly. But maybe tone it down a little bit. Maybe, you know, every tweet needs to be completely different. Probably isn't feasible, Twitter. You know, a lot of people have got used to the fact that it's this over-militarised network, if you like, if we can do whatever we want when we want. So I think, you know, having every single tweet different is either going to see massive numbers in tweets going down or lots of, wait for it, suspended accounts again. <laughs> I mean, it's a challenge, isn't it? It's a bit of a um, gauntlet to throw down. Yeah, but it all comes down to how they enforce it now and what they do going forward. Because, you know, everyone ha- hasn't woken up in the world today and gone, right, I've got to rewrite everything I do with Twitter. That was never in anyone's business plan. So, you know, Twitter might want this to happen, but I think it will have to be a very gradual change. Um, I haven't worked with Twitter for years and years and years now. Um, the one thing I hope they don't do is just start suspending people's accounts because that won't be fair to people who, you know, that have a reason to duplicate the content. You know, for example, dance schools that have classes every Saturday. There's only so many ways you can say book now for a dance class this Saturday. <laughs> um, so I think I think Twitter's got to really, really make sure they get this right. Um, certainly with all the kind of issues they've had in the past when they've thrown down these rules and, and just got an algorithm to blanket sweep accounts. Mm. Um, it doesn't work like that. For sure. Yep. I think the core idea of it, of saying we want all content to be fresh, is quite, a, like, from a user's point of view rather than a marketer's point of view, that is quite a nice thing to hear, that you're when you go on Twitter, you're going to see something new that you've not seen before. But, yeah, you're right. How, how do they enforce it and how do they keep everyone happy rather than just a few people kind of thing? I think it'd be great to hear your, your thoughts as well, guys, um, who are listening out there, because... This is one of those moments where accounts are going to have to face challenges. People are going to have make have to make changes. You know, does it mean that we have to stop what we're doing with Twitter and come up with complete new strategies for clients, for ourselves? You know, or is it that we just go along and see what Twitter does? Um, I mean, this literally just happened. So, I'm, I, I, whereas I'd love to share our strategy, we haven't got one yet, and I imagine <laughs> that's a lot of people will be feeling the same out there. Um, but you know, it is it is good to think that the network's trying to increase its you know its fresh content count, if you like. But equally, I, I I do there is a place for rescinded content. There is a place for having that recycled content area. I do think that that, that there is a place for it. And and Twitter might have gone a stage too far, you know. To yeah, they might have gone just a tad too far on this one. Hmm. So yeah, let us know your thoughts. You can get in touch with us in various means. We've got. Twitter. <laughs> you can you can tweet us. Um, you can find us on Facebook, or you can come to our website, which is www.deliveredsocial.com. Hey. Thanks very much. Uh, yeah, have a good week. See you next time. If you've got any uh, burning social media questions, things you need to know about, uh, let us know. Bye.